All the hands will take you on a journey just a piece at a time. Delve into the mystery and wonderment. We can blow your mind. Every question will be answered, nothing will be as it seems. At the turn of the page, you'll be amazed. You will cream your jeans. Back to school, bitch. <laughs> Welcome. Get, get him back there. Get out. Get him in there. Go get on. Out. Go on. How old were your kids when you hit the uh, go on, get out of here? Like, was it can, was it when they went back to second grade? For, you know, like, oh, let's how long see. did it take? Um, <laughs> go on, get. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was probably about, it was probably, it was probably when the, well, man. I mean, it's I would, like probably, probably probably about like when they were in like third and second grade. Yeah, when they're somewhere around there, start to yeah. get big mm-hmm. and weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Overbooked. Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> Overbooked. <laughs> Overbooked. A comedy podcast for people who want to read and like to read, but just don't have time. Right. We want to talk about it and listen to people talk about it, but we want to take our pants off. So podcast. Yeah. Yep. The book club you always wanted. Um, I'm Alicia. I'm Jinx. Steven's here with us. There he is. Hello. Hello. And And now you have it. Yeah. And yesterday was the first day of school. Well, yesterday was everyone else's first day of school, but today was Henry's first day of school. Right. Because he went to Weird Al. How was it? I'm the worst parent in the world. No, no, Uh, you're not. Listen, anytime you can forego education for Weird Al, you're doing it right. That is parenting. I feel like it's one of those decisions that later in life is going to seem like a good idea. Like later in life, he's going to tell people, well, I missed the first day of third grade because I was at a Weird Al concert and everyone's going to be like, badass. But me as a parent saying, I'm sorry, um, at back to school night, Henry won't be here on the first day of school. He'll be um, out of town for a family thing. Uh, I'm a terrible parent. Well, then it's that's uh, their fault for starting school in the middle of summer. Of a goddamn summer. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm, I am so angry uh, about this back to school in the middle of August that I'm about to flip tables. I don't understand why that's the thing now why is that the thing do we know yes and and the reason makes me just as angry the reason is because they wanted to have all their um midterm testing like all the isat tests the standardized testing Uh they wanted to get those done before christmas vacation so they're but is that because this is everywhere like everyone's going back to school earlier all over the country is that why yeah Oh, mm-hmm. because Why? they because Why? otherwise what happens is they're, you know, because all they do in school now is standardized testing, right? Like that's the whole thing. Everyone's just teaching for the test because you have to have good test scores or you don't get funding for your school. Right. Right. Uh, or your school supplies your parents buy. Listen, we'll put a pin in that. We're coming okay, back. To coming that. back. Yeah. yeah. That, that's like no child left behind. That's exactly right. That's, that's exactly is. no child left behind because, you know, how could you possibly no, if your kid is struggling without, without you know, filling in bubble C with a number two pencil. Uh, so <laughs> couldn't be because the teacher's like, you seem to be struggling. Yeah, couldn't yeah. be just because anyone's paying attention. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, we're real yeah. bitter. Oh my god! No, seriously. <laughs> uh, I I have I I am a teacher and I hate this. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, anyway, so they would. What would happen is 
they would spend the first, you know, your study. For, okay, so you go to school and then like immediately they take tests right. to set a baseline. And like the t- I have heard teachers say like, you know what? It doesn't even just guess. It doesn't even matter because they want that baseline to be low. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So then they improve over the year. So then right. they take they take it again three times a year. So they take it then in the winter and then again in the spring. Yeah. And so once they take that baseline, then they start learning for the teaching to the test. Right. Mm-hmm. So but when, when school starts a little later, like closer to Labor Day, they're learning for the test they're studying right they're getting all ready for the test and then they're gone for two weeks for christmas vacation or winter break or whatever they call it now um and then they come back and they have like a week to study and then the tests happen and so what they wanted to do is just get all the testing done before the break so this is why they also get out of school in goddamn april Mm -hmm. or something insane like that Yeah, because you only have 180 days so now you're like you're like, oh, it's summer vacation, but it's snowing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get out there, kids. Hit the sprinklers. Yeah, what did they got done in like mid May or mm-hmm. early May? I think this it was. Year. It was like May tenth or something. No, it was like the it was May, like the twenty fifth or crazy. something. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay. Anyway, back to school. No, I just wondered because I felt like maybe I hit that point early of like, yay, get out of here because I only have one kid in school, so I don't feel like I should already be at that point. No, it's like, you know, you need something to do. Get structured. These tests, though, no. So I teach preschool, as we've discussed, right? right? right. And because, like, parents are like, well, but testing, what are, how do we know they're learning? Mm-hmm. They've started, we have testing in preschool now, which I think is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. There's no need for that. There, No, there's no need for it. There needs to be an uprising in this country. That's how we end up with a bunch of like homeschool charter Republican situations. Let's do they calm take, down about that. You, Henry goes to a charter school. Do they do testing? Yeah. Do they do this the same standardized testing in charter schools? Um, I don't think so because I've never heard of it. Okay. Like I've never heard of like this testing will be this. I know they do some testing, like some evaluation stuff, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem it's to not be like nearly the, the as state big of a, standardized it, testing. I mean, or, maybe, but it doesn't seem to be as big of a deal. Here, okay, here's. But this is going to give you another indication of how much I know about this. Henry's been going to school at this school for, this will be his um, fourth year. He did kindergarten, first grade, second grade, now third grade. At back to school night, part of what the teacher said included this sentence. As you know, we have a no homework policy here at the school. (laughs) I have never heard that sentence in four years. And I was like, what, do you, I know, what do you mean we have a no homework policy? I have There is always homework and it goes back on Thursdays and then when he misses, they send it home and he has to turn it. What are you talking like, what about? What about that time when I stayed up until four o'clock in the morning building a leprechaun trap? Yeah, what about that? <laughs> what do you mean a no homework policy? I was like, is this, and I was trying to, but I couldn't, inter- you know, but I would like point to it and say to people around me, is this new? <laughs> Have you, did you know about this? Hoping someone would clarify and no, it never. Hmm. Weird. Never. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Well, the first time you get some homework, <gasps> exactly. home, you're going to be like, excuse me. Well, and they kept saying, they were like, it's it's recommended, but it's not, um, it's not required. Although, would you urge you to do the homework? No, to, or just to not do the to homework. To encourage doing the homework, but it's not required. It's not necessary. How is it a no homework like, policy? And then, they then why are we home? sending? Yeah, if it's not necessary, why are we even? Anyway. I don't. What are we doing here? What are we doing? <laughs> what I hate homework. If it I just wouldn't turns... have had homework, I would have uh, 
like aced. Oh yeah, me aced too. Aced high school. Oh for sure. I, My tests were great. Yeah, I'm super good at tests. Reports and, I'm super... and projects, fine. Same. Yeah. But just like the day to day homework stuff. Yeah. Like if I didn't have to do that, I would have four point I'm yeah. sure. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. let me say I I only graduated from high school because I copied my math homework off of a particular student that I won't name just in case she's listening. I don't want to do that. But I literally copied her homework almost every day through high school just to get by. Yeah. Didn't even, because I, I was like, I, no, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. Yeah. And so homework, what's the difference? And she was like, fine, here, just. Homework in high school and junior high is one thing, sort of. But they're so busy. Yeah, you, you know, got to practice. Like, seriously, math is a thing you have to practice. Right. Says the person who didn't do any homework <laughs> in math. But Whatever. I feel like it's important. It doesn't matter. Um, but, you know, that, that I get that. And I get, like, a writing assignment. Right. Homework but in elementary questions school. questions about reading and stuff. Homework in elementary school is just homework for me. And I'm like, I already graduated. You know, like, yeah, because it's all like make a thing or make a thing, yeah. or you, then I have to, I have to be like, hey, let's sit down and do your homework. Nobody's just, you know, like, or, I got to sit down and check it, or I have to give them a spelling test, or I have to sign the reading logs, or whatever. I'm like, what? Right. Listen, I already did this. <laughs> I'm done. I am a celebrity. I, <laughs> I don't have time. I send them to you for this. I'm a taxpayer. <laughs> now, and on that note, taxpayers, I don't want to sound cra- I don't want to sound like one of those people, but I cuz I don't mind paying taxes. I'll pay more. It's fine. So if we need to pay more taxes to get more school supplies, let's go ahead and do it. Because just this is the, insane. Just to, to cut out the like having to go and like, where are the number two pencils? I need two packs of number two pencils. Now, I note here that there are 14 styles of packs. Right. So how many individual 20, number two pencils do you the want? The 25 pack of number two pencils or the four pack? Like what's the, what are the parameters here? They wanted a medium point Sharpie. There's no such thing as, as a, a medium point Sharpie. Yeah. There's a fine, fine tip. Po- fine tip. The, the one that's very, very, right. there's, which is like the ultra fine. Right. Then there's the pointed like felt tip. Right. That's fine. Not medium. And then there's the chisel tip, like the big fat one. Right. That's it. That's all they make. I looked at the website. <sighs> they also come in packs of three. So asking me to bring two. Free what are you Sharpie. doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I can't. Anyway, it's like a hundred bucks a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, and you don't even get to keep it. That's the part that gets yeah. me. If I'm going to send two bags of shit for my kid to have for school supplies, then I should get to pick that he wants pink folders and purple notebooks and this other thing, but he doesn't get to keep it. It all goes into a pool. So there's no fun in school shopping. There's no fun in school supply shopping anymore. And as a kid and adult who loves office supplies, school supply shopping was a big deal for me. I loved it. I always wanted to pick with the newest thing in glue. And you get and you have your your pencil box, (laughs) and that's where your stuff goes. And your pencil box, your notebook you chose. Now it's just socialist. You can put (laughs) stickers on it. Yeah, you can put stickers on it, and you could like divide it up the way you wanted. I made collage covers for all my. Fun fact, I still have my favorite pencil box ever. <sighs> I still have it. You got to post that on like Instagram or something. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. I'm going to write that down. Picture. Because I, I would like to see that. Okay. It's a good one. Now, you know, you know, Tucker's thing too, of like this time of year, my, my husband gets super excited because the little cheap spiral bound notebooks oh, yeah. that he and Henry both use for everything mm-hmm. are like 10 cents a piece. Yeah. So like every time he goes to the store, he comes back with like another stack of like 20 spiral bound notebooks. He's like, well, it's a great time of year. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most wonderful time. So we have all these notebooks everywhere. 
Yeah. You, uh, they don't even have pencil boxes anymore. Now it's all pencil pouches. Mm-mm. Oh, there are like, boxes. I don't even see. But the, pla- the plastic ones. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like the cardboard, like the cigar box, yeah. you know? Ooh, mm. cigar boxes. Oh, God. Yeah. No one, does anyone smoke cigars anymore? Is that a thing? People do. I don't know. I never smell it. <laughs> you never, well, you, you never, never just, smell cigars you anymore. Don't. You're never just walking down the street and being like, ah, a cigar. I think mm. one of the guys who rents one of the rooms upstairs smokes cigars. Really? Yeah. Well, that sounds so. pretentious. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go raid his room and yeah. steal his boxes. <laughs> we found your cigars. <laughs> We're all upset hey, about it. Hey, Mister. No cigar smoking. Well, I don't think they do cigar boxes as much these days because it's all about like the humidifier. You know, because oh. right. that's how you keep them the cigars fresh, right? Right, and right, moist. Ugh, Sorry. it's so gross. <laughs> my, my dad was my dad was really into cigars, my dad was too. And okay. that smell is like, I enjoy this, like, I don't want to be around it. But if I walk into a room where someone has smoked a cigar, mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, uh, I mm. love the smell of a pipe, like, oh, that yeah, pipe tobacco. I have lobbied just like, about mm. every person I know to start smoking a pipe <laughs> at some point. Like, I feel like at some point I've probably been like, Alicia, you should start smoking a pipe because I just love it and I want someone to do it around me. I feel like that's good for... I tried to become a pipe guy Is at, it, at one it? point and it, I lasted like one day. And I was how like, long this ago is was terrible. that? And there's a lot of maintenance and just like yeah. stuff involved. Yeah. I was pro- I was like yeah. 22, I think. You know oh, who... I love that about you. <laughs> you know, I love it. You know who we could convince to smoke a pipe? Who? Leal. Because there's, oh, gear, yeah. there's, gear, there's gear and involved. equipment involved. And if there's one thing, listener Leal, if you're listening... Yeah. We're coming for you. You're going to start smoking a pipe because he, he loves equipment. He loves accoutrement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I'm going to write that That's down. That's it. Leo smoking a pipe. Leo write pipe. it down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else? Oh, this week I discovered that Reading Rainbow oh. episodes are on Amazon Prime. Yes. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. And I found it and started watching it with Francie. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment where I was like, she's not going to like this because it's, I mean, it's pretty lame. Like even as a kid, I remember being like, this show's kind of stupid. It's just somebody reading a book to you and then LeVar Burton being like, we're bowling. Like, it's not. <laughs> Did you see the you one know? where LeVar Burton went and talked to the comedy? stand-up comedian? Yeah. <laughs> I did. Because. Oh, my God. That comedian. Listen. Such a oh, hack. Such a oh, hack. you got to oh, watch this it's one. So bad, Brad. Just it's so awful. bad. Okay. But it, that book that they read on that episode about uh-huh. the, the guy that's born with a frown. Right. It was written by the same author that wrote that book. Ah, oh, terrific. That oh, I brought to I the. I love that book. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this guy likes to write a lot about. Frowning, being frowny and grumpy. Yeah, okay. He sounds like a um, treat. But I thought she's not going to like this. Like, this is so, you know, but I loved it as a kid. I oh, yeah. loved that. And I was like, okay, well, she but you don't have to take my, my word for it. <laughs> she was enamored. Like, she could not stop. She wanted to watch another one. And she was like, oh, and she was like, there's Mr. Burton. Like, she's all into it. She <laughs> nice. loves it. Nice. Loves it. And the two old potatoes. I don't know if you've seen that one about growing the potatoes from the like rooted potatoes in the cabinet. I don't know that i've seen that one all into it for like the the next day she was like i mean you can grow potatoes you know <laughs> just like <laughs> tossing around her new information that she learned that's those rad. are called the eyes i know because mr burton <laughs> where did she get mr burton because I, I said oh no someone called him that they were like oh mr burton nice to meet or something and she was like what's his name and i said lavar burton and she said mr burton that's nice yeah i like that that's yeah. rad. You know, he just got a park named after him. <gasps> he did? Yeah, I saw. I don't remember. What's he doing nowadays? I'm going to write it down. He See what he's has, doing. He has a podcast called uh, LeVar Burton Reads. 
Well, we're going to have to have him on. Yeah. I want to hang out with LeVar Burton. Does he actually read? He probably actually reads the books. He probably wouldn't be very impressed with us. I'm sorry, LeVar. Well, I'm I sorry, Mr. Burton. He'll, he does like, he'll read segments of a book. Like it's like a more for adults. It's not like a children's show. And he just like reads it to you though. He'll read like, uh, like segments or a portion of it. And then sometimes he'll like do interviews with people. I would love to listen oh to him God, just read a book. I know. Oh uh, my God. I love it. I'm yeah. gonna listen to it. I'm gonna listen. Lavar Burton, Lavar Burton, podcast. Books. Okay, okay. <sighs> and then we can be like, well, I haven't read anything this week, but Lavar Burton read something to me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what Lavar Burton read to me last night. That's One of my favorite. Like so meta podcasting is you guys doing podcast like an episode about the books that Lavar Burton has read. Be like, Check. well, we didn't read that partly, one, but it was read to. It but Lavar Burton, Lavar Burton partly read the book to me. <laughs> Oh my God. One of my favorite things to do just in casual conversation with people is to mention something that I have heard a famous person say in an interview, but to say it as if they said it to me, mm. like just very casually, just slip in there. Well, well you know, William Brian said told me, <laughs> <laughs> just say it. And most times people don't even, they're just like, oh, like you went William Shatner and I went Conan, Conan O'Brien. <laughs> It's because Just I've wait been until listening. my boyfriend Conan O'Brien gets here. It's because I've been listening to Conan O'Brien's podcast. Mm, mm-hmm. Have you been listening to that? Yeah, it's good. It's, yeah, it's it is good. good. Yeah, it's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, so Levar Burton podcast, great. Okay, well we know that now. Well, anyway, Reading Rainbow still out there in case anyone else didn't know about it on I didn't Amazon know. Prime. On Amazon Prime, they have four seasons. I think they also rev- recently revived Reading Rainbow. They did, and I don't think it's the same. Is oh. it LeVar Burton? I don't think it's LeVar Burton, but I think then they it's also... not reading Rainbow. No. Remember how the format was just the pages and like different like zoom in, zoom out mm-hmm. of yeah. the actual page art? Oh, now they animated it. I or think something. they animated it. Dumb. And I don't want that. No. Like I liked that it was just being read and I liked that it was like. Because that's what a book is. Yeah. It was just a book. I don't like that you can't see the words. I kind of wish the words were on the screen. Did. Probably I, not. Because I agree. this. this yeah. yeah. This is not a. This is yeah, you probably don't because my so Max and Alex, who are my older children, they're now mm-hmm. like nineteen and twenty, right? Uh, watched this show when they were little, so it was not on when we were little, right. and I don't think it's on now. So this is probably but just they're me. Brianna's age, so I bet I watched it. It's called Between the Lions. Oh yeah, Between the Lions. Heck yeah, I loved it's that good. show, and they and it was sort of a Reading Rainbow style right. thing where they would read a story and the words would the words would come, would come up, up on, on the page on the yeah. page. That yeah, was you're a right. I forgot great about show. that show. That was a good one. I watched that one sometimes with the. Well, not so much anymore, but I think I watched it with Francie when she was over the yeah. other day because uh, I was like, check this out. That is a good one. And that, there's that era of shows, too, that and like Dragon Tales. Oh, I um, But I mean, like that era, right. of, like early 90s, mid, was that? No, mid 90s, late 90s, late 90s, early, early 2000s. 2000s. That's yeah. where I am. Decade apart. There it is. <laughs> okay. Wow. Old. Okay. Yeah. That, were, that was very, and like Teletubbies was right in yep. that time frame. Yep. Like there was a yep. lot of really distinctive stuff yeah that's weird and it just is like gone it didn't have any st- yeah. like between the lines i thought that would have some staying power yeah. it wasn't it a handsome was it a handsome thing maybe i feel like it was it probably was because there were puppets and there were yeah that's weird that that didn't and that and that None like just did. from like a like learning to read standpoint like mm-hmm. like from like a you know 
literacy you, education yeah that's what, okay so that's what you do like that's one of your main things yeah is like very early literacy yeah what do you think is the best um like show that's on right now for that like if a parent is like they're not going to read you know what i mean they're not going to read their kid blah 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 last ditch effort is a show that's going to teach them how to read what do you think is the best one well i'm not really up on like kids tv right now because oh, I, really? I don't have little kids oh i just assumed you would like read things or something well, <laughs> okay never mind <laughs> i mean like well not as far as like tv shows i i mean like i would honestly i would go back and i would i would watch those between the lions yeah. i would like because you can find them on youtube or yeah, and, and stuff but those are those were really good yeah um i'm trying to think about what's on i think i think um the one that we hate the theme song to super why Oh, I think yeah, it does super, a really good job. Super wise, okay. I yeah, mean, is not, that still on? It's it's still on. It's not um super in depth, but I think it does a real good job with the very early just like sounds and kind of like sight just letter words letter recognition yeah. sorts of things. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I'll tell you this, listeners, if you're listening and you have young children, oh here's yeah. here's my number one my number one learning to read tip for you, yeah. and this applies to both letters and math. Okay, when you are, you know. When you're teaching your children something, you're inclined to teach them the ABCs, right? And the, just the song. Here's the ABCs. You know, everyone knows the al- alphabet song, right? That doesn't mean anything. Right. Right? What's way more valuable is teaching the sounds, right? Like, here's the letter, but here's the sound it makes, right? So, like, if I, if I hold up um, an S, right, and I can say, I'll say to you, hey, Brett, this is an S. And you're like, cool. Cool. Go S, S yeah. right? But the letter doesn't say s the letter says s right right so if i said look s s right and that sound is way more important than what yeah. the actual letter is same with numbers like this is a five that doesn't mean anything to you if i have, show you a five five apples and hold up five five, five yeah. dots right like let's count them that means way more mm-hmm. than just like here's the thing so that's yeah. my quick tip Quick tips. Quick tips. Just the tips. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I, had a, I had a rough one the other day because we saw the word yummy. Mm. And like, you know how to explain these things. I only have adult words. So it was very difficult for me. We saw the word yummy and I asked Francie to read it. Mm. She couldn't read it. And so we were sounding it out. And I said, you know, and we did all the letters. And then I got to the Y on the end. And I was like, and then here it says E. And she was like, but it said, yeah, yeah. Here right. and I was like, oh god, oh no! And I was like, mm, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it doesn't say what you think. Sometimes it says something totally different depending on where it is. Anyway, moving on. Like I just couldn't even. <laughs> I was like, well, that one word. I know ruined everything. We were I doing know. so good. And there are there are you know there's there's rules and songs and whatever. But like that, that's the sort so of you like know all the rules and songs. I just know that it just is. So other other <laughs> sub 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 tip. <laughs> <laughs> When you're teaching the an even deeper stuff. tip, even you know, <laughs> going a little deeper with those tips, uh, probing mm-hmm. tips. Mm-hmm. I listen. This is going off the rails. Uh, <laughs> when you're teaching letter sounds, like say B or D, these are good examples, right? Mm. They don't say B or D. They say B or D. Yeah. People are like, it says B. No, the word is not B all. It's ball. Mm. That'll get you. Drives <sighs> me crazy. But but all right no okay all right I'm just gonna be listening to how I talk the rest of the day yeah (laughs) wait a minute Uh, all no no not but okay uh what are we reading we are (laughs) well what I read this week was mostly the books that were on Reading Rainbow just so you know so there's that um 
But we were reading this week uh, two classic favorite youth writers. Youth, juvenile, how do you? Young adult. Are they young young adult? Young adult fiction. Those two are young adult? Oh, I thought young adult was like Twilight. That is also young adult. You're kidding me. These are in the same like shelf at Barnes and Noble? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Well, that's upsetting. Okay, we are reading. (laughs) Your book is... Ramona Quimby, age eight, by Beverly Cleary. Beverly Cleary. That's young adult? Yep. That is so weird to me. There's not like children's... Well, I mean, it might be like juvenile fiction, I suppose, but I I think... That sounds, that sounds like you're picking on them. Like, that's so juvenile. <laughs> juvenile fiction. <sighs> Would they maybe call it um, like early readers? Nope, because that's like cat yeah, in the hat. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh... Like picture book type stuff. These are chapter books, mm-hmm. but they're more than chapter books. Huh. I don't. There must be a term. Yeah, there probably there probably is, but I think I mean, yours is for sure young adult. Yeah, it's a little more. Okay, so mine is Blubber by Judy Bloom. Okay, so Judy Bloom and Beverly Cleary are kind of like they're your like staple, or at least for our generation, I guess. I'm gonna look this up for staple. Um, your first real books you're reading. Like your first, these books don't necessarily have pictures. I'm going to venture into Freckle Juice. That was my first Judy Bloom book. Oh, yeah. Read. Yeah. Uh, Which is definitely on. super early. That's like third grade, fourth grade kind of level. I'm looking this up. Uh, stop. Okay. I mean, I guess it's, you're right, technically. I just on Wikipedia, it says children's novel. As a children's gen- novel? Genre. Children's novel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes more sense. All right. Yeah. Children's Literature Legacy Award. Yeah. Okay. Children's, children's novel. I suppose that's that's a, that's probably a step above early reader, mm-hmm. yeah, but below young adult. Okay, like that first makes chapter books, yeah, and then like Judy Bloom is like a notch above that, yeah. and then right. you move into Twilight, yeah. right. right? Or like yeah, or like Lemony Snicket kind mm. of territory, probably. Right. Sure. Yeah. The next level, Lemony Snicket. Those are great books too. They're really good. They're so smart. I it blows my mind that kids can that you, kids even enjoy them. Yeah, because they are so just like tricky and kids smart. Kids are idiots. And, <laughs> it just seems so. They, it seems like they'd be bored almost. It's not even that. Because what's so fascinating is like the the like wordplay and the intricacies of what they're describing. It's not like and then a giant ball like or whatever you know. The kids a usually are like cool truck. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just am amazed because they're so good. But then when I look back, okay, so these books, Blubber and Ramona. Right. I remember reading these books. Mm-hmm. I remember taking them very seriously. Yes. So when I think about them as an adult, it really makes me feel almost uncomfortable because I realize that kids at that age are cap- what they're capable of right. feeling and thinking. I've- and I try to avoid acknowledging that a lot <laughs> right i i feel like i feel like the, the judy bloom books mm-hmm. i took those far more seriously than the beverly cleary books right beverly cleary there was still kind of an adventure lighthearted to be had you well, know no but there was still they were talking about like family issues yeah there were themes for and sure sibling stuff uh-huh. and you know getting in trouble or yeah. honesty like there were still definite things happening right for sure that that like you're you know you're seven or eight and you're gonna consider this situation someone else is in right that's remarkable sorts of things yeah Yeah, for sure what did you like about those specifically because you love those i know you love the ramona books i do love the ramona books what specifically about the ramona book i you know i guess for me i guess that i just i was like even though i was much older than ramona was 
in the in the well no because I guess they kind of like yeah kept, they kept they probably along. kept up yeah. when I first the first Ramona book was you know Beezus and Ramona right. right in which Ramona was like three or four or something right um oh really yeah oh. in that very first one and it was, so I was you know probably six or something when yeah. I read it but then I guess after that she probably wrote more and and age progressed yeah. Ramona and then it was like now we're on. So I guess probably when I read Ramona Quimby age eight, I was about eight. Probably eight or nine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I would have been about yeah. it, I would have been about nine because I remember Ramona in that book. It was the first time I was really aware that she, her family lived in Seattle, and I was just moving to Seattle, oh. and I was like, oh. So I just I always even when Ramona was younger related to Ramona because she was just kind of like everyone was like oh she's so noisy and messy and obnoxious yeah. and loud and I think pay attention to me and that was always me yeah and I think that's why I didn't like Ramona is oh. that whole thing that I have of like if I recognize myself in someone too much it turns me off immediately because I hate everything about them oh. <laughs> like I immediately I'm like nope nope that's why I don't like Bette Midler I get it um I think that's why I didn't like him as much because I was like Oh, oh, she's always causing trouble. It's always, it's a problem. Like I saw the problem instead of like embracing the like, I'm just like that. Oh, I-, <laughs> I was just like that and I recognized yeah. it and I was like, oh no, that Ramona, mm-hmm. she's always, she's always, and Francie is such a Ramona. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah, I yeah, love totally. it. And that's always my favorite kind of kid are the ones that are just like, fuck it. I'm doing it. I'm, <laughs> today yeah. to school, I'm wearing moon boots and a swimming suit. That's yeah. my outfit today. And those kids, when they walk into my class, I'm like, yes, you. I love those kids, you know? Yeah. And They're taking charge. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> doing it up. Totally. Like just right. ramming your tricycle into the wall or just whatever, you know, like. <laughs> They're frustrating, but it's like, that's like, this is a, you're trying something. She spent like a solid five minutes the other day at the Capitol building trying to jump in the rotunda because she thought if she could jump hard enough, she could get up to the stars in the top. Sure. I'm like, what am I going to, I'm going to be like, no. So I just like sat down and she jumped real hard for five minutes and got frustrated. And I was like, well, it didn't work. All right, let's go. Can try. Maybe you need (laughs) new shoes. (laughs) Boy, we need to get you some new ones. Okay. Yeah. But Ramona Quimby age eight. Yeah, what so, happens so, in there? What's the so in that one? She's in she's in third grade, right? Okay. Um, and she lives in Seattle, mm-hmm. and I I just remember like that, just like oh that like just heart wrenching, just wanting to fit in and everything going wrong all the time. Like you had the your haircut, you, you know, you got gum in your hair. I think she got oh yeah yeah yeah, and so she had to have a stupid haircut right before school started. Um, I remember. There was one chapter where she threw up in class. Oh my god. Like, oh god. Like right on the floor, you know, and like Yes. Like oh. I remember I never threw up in class and I remember the girl who did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I still remember it so vividly and who it was and when it was and the whole oh, and the whole thing awful. about everyone's like Ew. like you like everyone sort of feels bad for you, but the like heard reaction is like you know and then you're like you can't not feel bad and it's so uh, word i can't say vulnerable it's like like oh my god like when you throw up yeah oh that's your most like that's that's, your most exposed you are absolutely like the only thing worse would be to be naked like that's it like just literally 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 your insides on the outside like oh my god just all of it oh i'd much rather be naked in front of someone than throw up in front of them yeah just just also shitting your pants would be that's pretty bad too i do remember (laughs) a kid shitting their pants i remember that too that's rough 
Yeah. What's rough too is that, and this is why I love these books though, these two authors specifically, Mm -hmm. because they're able to nail down somehow as adult women, they're able to nail down the exact feeling that you have in that moment as an eight-year-old right when you're so conflicted as like oh my god I feel so bad for him he just shit his pants and also I've got to make fun of him right because if I don't one I've missed an opportunity and two everyone's going to make fun of me for like you have this huge conflict about Mm -hmm. it and how are these adult women able to like get that on paper and at a level where an eight-year-old can read it and be like wow yeah the other moment that I remember in that book is there was a fad in the cafeteria uh-huh. where everyone brought hard-boiled eggs for lunch. And the cool thing was to take the hard-boiled egg and crack it against your head. Sure, sure. And Ramona accidentally took a raw egg in her lunch and went to crack it against her head and just egg. And she had to go to the nurse and she had an egg in her hair and her mom came to pick her up and was like... And everyone was talking about everyone it. Everyone was talking about it forever. And I'm just like, oh... Oh, Ramona. Her parents were fighting all the time. Like they were, there was some like familial right. strife happening and just like so many feelings. And you remember, do you remember being eight? Do you remember yeah. how like, Bare- well, barely. Do you remember Brett about like, just like, yeah. oh, you're just starting to feel all these really complicated adult emotions. And okay. like, just mostly because because your world has expanded in such a way that you realize that there are problems happening where up until then, like you've been pretty sheltered and your world is very small. And as your world expands, you're like, Oh man, this is hard, you know? And like to have to come face to face with those feelings and not know how to feel them and not, and realize like this, you don't know how the pattern works. Realize that you're not weird for feeling these things see okay see Ugh. you know i okay so i skipped second grade right went from first to third grade right i don't i only have like three memories from third grade mm-hmm. because apparently i didn't know at the time or until recently that it was kind of traumatizing yeah, that's traumatic i didn't know that and so now when i think about third grade i have i don't remember a lot about being eight and now henry's eight so you just explaining that to me made me be like oh my gosh yes that's exactly what he's dealing with all the time that i don't know how to and i realized that i don't know how to help explain it and that's why because i i hadn't even considered like i don't remember being eight at all yeah no that's like when he's having a hard time it's just because like yeah. his little his little mind is just being rocked all the time by things yeah. he had never considered. And one of the few things I remember about being eight, like specifically, was a boy in my class that I really really liked. Like mm-hmm. he was a good friend. I'd known him. I liked him. Third grade, right? Because my our we're you know small town. We all went to school together the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, he had basically a panic attack in the third grade because there was a thunderstorm, and he was not just like crying like a child he was he was like hyperventilating hyperventilating. and it was very upsetting to everyone in the room and i remember it happening and i remember trying to help like trying to help him be calm and telling him that everything was okay and i kind of had a bond with him forever after that like we had like as even like adults we were like buddies you know and my mom explaining to me that there was a reason that something had happened to him like at some point where he was very scared of a storm because something bad had probably happened and you know this kind of and her explaining it to me and me being like like that was the first like that's my first memory of being like something awful happened yeah you know that makes so much sense yeah yeah you start like about that that age to just be aware other people aren't you other other people aren't and empathy is like that that starts to happen you know from like a a a place of 
you know, coming from outside your parents, mm-hmm. you know, like where you just experience it. Which without, no wonder these books are so appealing. Right. right? Without yeah. somebody, without somebody telling you, be nice. You right. know, that you just have to choose to be to nice. To be nice. Right. Right. And like, so that kind of thing and things like you just have a bigger <laughs> understanding of, you know, like vocabulary and whatever. So like maybe you pick up on conversations that you hear adults having or the news is on and like all these like bigger, like global issues and not right. even global issues, but just like you hear grown ups talking about real shit. And yeah. then, but because now you're eight, you understand the word when you were like four and you're like well bob's been drinking again you know or right. whatever it make any <laughs> sense <laughs> right but you were like oh i don't think they're talking about milk <laughs> or yeah. you right. know like just like you like yeah henry henry asked us about asked us about some of the stuff he had seen on the news recently mm-hmm. and about whether it was okay for us to go to the store like that oh, kind of like, like he was yeah because of shootings, shootings and stuff and he was like considering it like it yeah. was actually wait a minute I go to Walmart. Yeah, we go to stores. Is that still okay for us? Like that kind Am of Am I in danger? Yeah, yeah, right? And that's all really yeah. like hard to wrap your brain right around. Then. Yeah. So back to school always makes me a little bit nervous just because it's, oh, and Ben this year. Right. Starting junior high. That's oh, God. So much heartache. But I uh, talk about like expanding your world. Because now, like when you go to junior high, he's in seventh grade. Right. And he's the youngest kid in the class. So he's, or not the class, but the, the you know, seventh graders mm-hmm. are there with ninth graders. Right. Ninth graders might as well be 40 year olds <laughs> at this point to like him. The difference yeah. between seventh grade and ninth grade, like those kids. Huge. That's, who, it's crazy to me that that is all one place. Like, I know. I'm middle not, school not makes so much more sense. I did, I did middle school. Yeah. Like I was sixth, seventh, eighth, and then i did both yeah okay explain to me what's the difference i don't understand yeah middle school goes so if you have that kind of that kind of system Mm -hmm. elementary goes kindergarten through fifth okay which also makes sense Mm -hmm. and then middle school is sixth sixth seventh eighth Uh and then high school is nine ten eleven twelve okay which makes so much more sense basically because the difference between a kindergartner and a sixth grader yeah is huge Mm -hmm. But kindergarten and fifth grade, not so much, right? Yeah. And sixth grade and eighth grade, not crazy, not crazy, yeah. right? But the difference between seventh and ninth, like ninth graders shave, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, a lot of stuff's happening. A lot, yeah, of, a lot stuff. of things, going and that on. they're just like wandering that those same hallways, you know. Yeah. And so the things that the seventh graders are hearing from the ninth graders, mm-hmm. it's like, oh. God, he's gonna learn. It's like but South Park. They, he's are they in, in it. each other's yeah. circles? Like, are the ninth graders in the same like study halls or lunch times or you know Not what I mean? Like, are they necessarily? But like Ben has like an advanced math class, so he might if there was a kid, a ninth grader who was like a more remedial math, he might be in the same math class with a ninth grader. You know, I think they try to keep them fairly separate, but they're still like they're all there, you know, like they're in the cafeteria in the morning right before the school before school. I mean, they're just he's going to he's going to hear some shit is what I'm saying. And yeah, I never understood the difference because I would hear people say like junior high middle. I didn't know what that difference was. And we had ours was just kindergarten through sixth. Yeah. Seventh and eighth was just junior high. Right. And then ninth through twelfth was high school. See, I I had I did both because when I was in Seattle, I was in middle school. And then okay, when I moved back to Boise, it was high. junior high. Yeah. Oof. So it's both here. There's two different uh, systems. Boise School District is um, 
is junior high, mm. but then like West Ada, which is so like just down the road. Meridian and Eagle, I think, are middle, middle and, school. Like, Meridian and Cuna and Eagle, oh, I think, okay. are all middle school. I think most people are moving toward middle school systems, which I think is mm-hmm. awesome. That makes it makes more way sense. more sense. Way more. For sure. Yeah. Huh. Okay. When I was a kid, when I was in school, I was completely opposed to the idea of year-round school. It's like, that's bullshit. Now I'm Mm. like, you know what? If we're going to... Now listen, when I was in junior high, I had it made... If we're going to go back to school in the middle of summer anyway. Yeah, why not? (laughs) I had it made in junior high because our school, because we're a small town again, our school wasn't big enough for as many students as we had because Mm -hmm. we just had one building that was elementary, one building that was junior high and high school. Mm -hmm. That's it. And they were right next to each other. That was the whole thing. And um, they didn't have enough room for all the students, so they went to split sessions Mm -hmm. where it was that high school and part of the elementary went to school at like 6.30 a.m. to noon. And then the other half of the elementary or like junior high and elementary went, or no, it was high school. I can't remember how it was split up. But anyway, it was split up. And then the other half went from 12.30 to 6.30. That's the worst. 10 to 5. It should be 10 to 5. It should be 10 to 5. But you think it's the worst? Except I was in seventh grade when this started. So I went to school at 12.30 and got done at 6.30. And it was the best thing ever Because that's how students, that's how kids that age learn. You need, yeah. you can't get up at six o'clock in the morning and learn anything when you're 11 or 12 years old. No. You just can't. It's impossible. Your brain does not work that way. Yeah, I'm with Brett, 10 to five for sure. Yeah, because so we got a later start time. And then even in the, even though it went that far in the evening, I had like any extracurricular activities or whatever I had to do was after school at 6.30. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I would go to school at 12.30 and then be at school until like 10 o'clock at night, basically. And I was like 11. And it was great because I was suddenly independent. Like I, I could think when I got to school, I had to get myself ready for school. I had to like, it was really, really good, but it was only about, it was I don't know. I have years, feelings about so. that. I don't know. That's that. I don't know. But I will tell you that. I mean, I was better never than... home at night. I wasn't home until 10 o'clock at night ever. Right. But it's it better. Great. It's certainly better than the early option. Yeah. For sure. Then and now. Then, and then running around after school when your parents are at work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is always when things happen. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when all the trouble happens. Yeah. And nobody's getting up and going anywhere at like nine in the morning. Right. So it's fine. Yeah. 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 Uh, ben has to catch the school bus. To, so uh, to go to the junior high. So that right. we are on now day two. Yesterday was great. Everyone was ready to go. Mm-hmm. But he has to catch the bus, which fortunately stops right in front of my house at 7 a.m. Oh, wait. What do you mean fortunately stops? Does bus, do buses not stop at everyone's house? <laughs> Is that not how that works? No. What? No, they have like stops, and if you you have to like walk to your closest bus stop. Yeah, it's which, like neighborhood stops. Yeah, oh, which fortunately know. for me is right in front of my house. So that's ridiculous, though. What I don't know. I mean, a street. It I get it. So I get long. it on a but street. Like, in, but the your, whole neighborhood at your school where they don't have enough kids to fill four schools or whatever. <laughs> well, true, and everyone lives five miles apart, so that's probably yeah. why that happened. But they, I if had they had to stop it. at everyone's front door, yeah, they stopped at everyone's. We'd front have door. to go to school every other day. Yeah, and the other the no, alternate never... day is just dropping people off. And pick <laughs> never them thought about <laughs> it. Yeah, like they would do like one for like a cul-de-sac or something. But no, yeah, I just yeah. Yeah, everybody's house. That's weird. I hadn't when you said it. I was like, "What do you mean?" Of course, luckily. Each neighborhood kind of typically has like a couple of stops, right? right? Where yeah. it's like two, maybe two or three, like per neighborhood. Yeah. So it's not like you have to walk like miles. It's just like a yeah. couple of yeah, yeah like, a couple block like or two. A, yeah, the end like, of your street or something. Okay. Three or three or four blocks, maybe. Okay. Yeah. You know, not so bad. Yeah. But mine. But there's also a school every five minutes here. It's so unsurprised anyone's riding the bus. Honestly. 
I mean, the junior high, that's about as far as I could. It's two as miles. I know a school to be around From here. my house to his school is two miles. Yeah. Crazy. Lots that's of stuff so happens on the bus. Oh, heck yeah, I it mean, does. It's kind of, I feel like it's maybe like an integral part of people's development is riding on navigating the school bus, the school bus. yeah because there's yeah. like shit's going down on the school bus yeah. I, I never really i never rode the bus regularly i would ride the bus like to you know like a friend's house or whatever but i always yeah. i always lived within walking distance of whatever yeah i never rode the bus like to and from school but you know i was a very active marching band participant and as we all know <laughs> so you just carried your your marching band no your marching band <laughs> trip bus like oh, every weekend that's, oh well sure that kind that's of bus, the like entire education choir tours right, that's and all of it. right yeah. yeah like as long as you do that mm-hmm. you're covered yeah i mean i have spent time on school on buses school just buses, not like yeah. every day yeah like, I didn't catching do the bus. but i was always so excited when i got to it like I, I got to ride the bus home with someone that lived like way out in the country and it was exciting yeah the bus i never cared for it oh i i i was i mean i'm glad i didn't have to do it i mean you know me but, i'm always cold Right. Anyway, and I feel like that school bus was always cold. How is it oh, always yeah. cold? Always cold. There are 500 <laughs> stinky children on this bus. And that's the excuse for bringing seven blankets when you go on the marching band bus. But that's not the real reason. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay. Now, Blubber. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. One of my favorite books. Right. Judy Bloom. It's one of her, like, I divide Judy Bloom into, like, she had like junior high reading and then she had basically adult reading. Right. I didn't read a lot of those, honestly. I wrote mostly, read mostly the younger All stuff. of these Judy Bloom books, mm-hmm. right? I, I read them. Right. But these all fall into, and we've sort of talked about this a little bit, into that um, period of time in my life uh-huh. that I just don't really remember. Right, and we've and we've talked about this. Like, perhaps there was some trauma that I'm unaware of, and right. maybe there wasn't, and that's fine. I'm blissfully unaware. But that's but, still pretty early. Like, that was like or you didn't read any in high school, because she had a lot of like high school reading books or like late junior high reading. I books. think I read because I I read really early. Yeah, I think I read most of those books. They weren't like, out when I was like eleven or twelve. Were, oh, maybe. Yeah, no, there were some that were like that came along when we were in high school. That were like, oh my God, Judy Bloom has written a book for us. And it was like, it was oh, about I, sex and stuff. Oh, I don't think I even knew those. about that. What, yeah. what are those? I didn't read them. I can't remember. I just read excerpts that people would be like, you should read this. Um, I can't. I think probably by the time those books came out, together, I was actually I like having was sex. One. Yeah, but that's, so, that's <laughs> who they were for. Oh. And it was like, oh my God, what? I feel like Just As Long As We're Together was one of them. Hmm. But I can't remember if that's even the title or if I'm making that up, but something like that. Um, but these were definitely like early junior high. Okay. So that make, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. would make sense. Like I know I read them. Yeah. And I like sort of remember. I remember like the basic theme, but like any. Yeah, but I can see too. Judy Bloom's writing. I can see it not appealing. Like I think people are either Beverly Cleary or Judy Bloom people. Oh, it's a Bert and Ernie situation. I think it's a Bert and Ernie because Beverly Cleary stuff is much like Freckle Juice. Right. Is the most Beverly Cleary that Judy Bloom gets. And all of the rest of her books are written in, like, they can be funny, they mm-hmm. can be poignant, but they're written in a very, like, dry, kind of, like, almost East Coasty tone. Does that yes. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're yep. very, yep. like, yep. 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 and then I went walked to the bus stop. They're, you know, it's very just, like, matter of fact. I feel like all of Judy of. Bloom's characters were wearing tweed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> kind of. Or a sunny tank. Like it was a very specific thing, right. you know. Yeah, and I can. And Beverly Cleary was much more like 
mayhem and chaos right. and and what are we going to do now and then like that kind of a thing right where judy blooms were more like just everyday situations yeah and i could see that not being i can see that appealing to either or okay kind of people sure sure i i read beverly cleary but i don't remember but it a lot. didn't stick no because I, it felt very like um captain underpants to me mm-hmm. not okay. the same kind of book right but i mean it felt very like and then a thing happened and we did the thing the, the whole thing end. is very yeah right yeah like something's happened where judy bloom was like and i laid on the couch for four hours and then my friend came over and then you know that kind of mm-hmm. stuff right <laughs> and i was like mm, yes yes uh so this one specifically though was my first like i like this i like this writing Okay. And so then I started reading all of her things. So the basic storyline with this is that there is the main character who I believe they're in sixth grade or fifth grade, fifth grade. They're in fifth grade and a lot of things are happening. Fifth grade. All of the cliques of elementary school are starting to break up. And you remember that time period, right? (sighs) Of like your all time. And I remember specifically like my all time best elementary school friend suddenly had other friends. And I suddenly had other friends and yet we wanted to still be friends and we still tried and we still got together and did the things we always did, but it just it wasn't working. It wasn't the same, you yeah. know? So the main character is going through that where like some of her friends are like doing things oh. that she doesn't really quite, you know, want to be a part of. Oh, that hurts my feelings. Yeah. And some oh. of them that she does, but she's not Asked. ready yeah. or, you know, that kind of thing. So the one thing that unites this classroom and they have all gone to school together the entire, like they've been in the same elementary school their entire lives. They all know each other. Like, and I love how she introduces all the characters and you can pick them out. Like mm-hmm. when you're that age reading that book, you pick out the people and you're like, oh, that's so-and-so yeah. in my class. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so the thing that brings them all together is that there's a new girl at school who just lives with her mom and she gives a report about uh is it flens- flensers? I think it's, fl- I can't remember the word now. She gives a report about flensing. I think that's the thing, which is the people who harvest blubber from whales oh. to sell it. They're flensers. Like okay. she dresses up like this for Halloween or something and does a report about blubber. And she's a little overweight and she's new to the school. So oh, the only no. thing that unites all these people is making fun of the new girl. Oh, and no. they call her blubber. And they talk about how she's so fat, but then, but then the character, the main character, she's going along with it. She's doing it because this is bringing her back together with all of her friends. But the whole time she feels, she feels it. She's like, this isn't, she's not even that fat. Like she's, she totally acknowledges, like Judy Bloom acknowledges that this kid is going along with it. And at home, everything seems normal at Mm -hmm. home. Just little like things that normally happen in a family home are suddenly starting my, that was weird. My, yeah, no, one my of my ears, ears just went out. One of my ears went out. My ears, <laughs> one of my ears went out. Steven. You're not, that, that, you're not the first people that's happened to. Oh, okay. I'll look into you it. You won't right. be the last. Ah. <laughs> Everyone stand by for your ears to go out. Um, so she, little things happening in the family that are normal, mm-hmm. but because she's in this heightened state, which like at that time reading this book, you don't know that you're in it too. You're also in it. But now as an adult, I'm like, oh, right. She's in this heightened state of like, what am I going to do? What am I going to be like? What kind of person am I? And so every little thing that happens at home is like, oh, dramatic. Oh, the process oh, of discovery oh, What is she going to, you know? And she's kind of a tomboy and she doesn't quite fit into the whole, like I identified so hard with this book. Like I identified of like trying to find the one girl in school that was bigger than me to make fun of because that would make me feel better and mm-hmm. keep me on this, on this side with the other kids like that's basically what she's do- like this book spoke to me so hard at the time Ugh. that I just was like oh I need to read I need to read more of this 
it seems so serious and you know it's a good re- it's a fun book but it's a real shame that these kids don't appreciate our wisdom Mm-mm. you know because like if we were like hey i know how you feel yeah they'd be like shut up no know. one knows how i feel <laughs> but our kids read no books i'm like the only this. person who's ever felt this way ever. they would never but hear they also it kind of have to feel that way they, you have to I you mean, gotta yeah. But are kids, this is my thing, are kids still reading books about things like this or are they now just all reading goddamn Harry Potter or something? Well, even Harry, you never read Harry Potter. There's a lot of this in Harry Potter. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. Like just with magic. You know, it's like but ki- kids going through That's what I mean, puberty. though. That doesn't help. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the magic <laughs> is, the, the magic is, the magic is happening. It doesn't interact with the things. No, the other, the other things, they're still like, it's still... Because, I mean, consider Harry Potter, like, goes all the way from, like, being 11 right. until being, you know, 18 okay. or whatever. Like, goes, and so, like, sure, the magic and the school and all the things are happening, but it's primarily about them. Yeah, but doesn't that set up a young reader to be, to have a block? Because in this world, yeah, they're going through all the stuff I'm going through, but they have all this magic. My life's just blah, where these books are just the thing but the magic doesn't solve those problems no you know what i mean but 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 i still think there's a fair amount of of like these kind of like everyday problems type of books yeah and it's not it's not like yeah but they have magic it doesn't you know what i mean yeah no i mean i mean there's still i I, like i said i'm sure there's other i can't think of any other we're we're not young adults right (laughs) you know i just wondered if yeah are there books that are like just people like them just people struggling in a situation at school yeah probably probably yeah but no but harry harry potter's been reading because he's like right at this age like a little Uh, little past it but well he reads (laughs) you know he reads a lot like on his computer so i don't i don't see Uh, him much like just holding a book but when he's reading books he's reading oh my god he read old yeller recently (sighs) and he was like Chapter 11 uh, makes my stomach <laughs> feel weird. And I was like, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> you know, mm. like, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It's, there's, oh God, I'm just like, I'm having, I'm having, oh, that, sorry. That's my, hey, that's my don't forget about your kid's alarm. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm really I'm really in the feels right now like thinking about our kids feeling all these things I and know. that there's nothing we can I do know. about it. No, there is something we can do about it. We can we can get all these books. Seriously, like and just I, leave them lying and around. Just leave them lying around. Like I'm totally going to get I'm totally going to get the Ramona book and be like Henry you should check this out. I bet Henry would I think really he would be into it. I bet he would. Yeah. Because he reads, like, some of the stuff that he reads, it has, it's kind of that Harry Potter thing where it has that edge, like the, the Monster High. Right. There's not Monster High novels. And it's the same kind of thing. There's still a magic element, but it's still just people going to school. So I think maybe yeah. he would read it. Yeah. No, I mean, like, it's like the, in, in Harry in Harry Potter, there's there's the whole, like, Ron Weasley, right? Uh-huh. He's, he's poor. His family is poor. Right. Right. And so he's got, he's the youngest of like a million kids or whatever. So right. he's always got the like shitty stuff and the hand me down, whatever. And right. so everyone's always making fun of Ron for being poor or whatever. And right. then there's like, you know, this kid who's the smart kid and like, just do your homework. And you know, like there's all of those things are always right. are happening. The dynamic is still there. Yeah. So it's, yeah. I guess, I guess I just, there's relationship drama, yeah. you know, like yeah. Ron older. likes Hermione and Harry Potter likes, I, I read four of them. Oh, 
Okay. But uh, yeah. I actually I read three and a half because the fourth one was like seven hundred pages long. Oh, and it I was, was like, so long, but no, man, I you. read that one fast. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I I did read all those books. I read oh, right all on. of those books, and I do I like Harry Potter. Like they're they are good books. They're good. Oh, they're good. I I, I think um. I think I was two of the age, but when they were coming out, mm. where I think I was in like sixth grade. So then, by the time like the fourth and like fifth and sixth ones came out, I was like in seventh grade, and I was like, "I'm too cool for Harry Potter," even yeah. though right, it was right. specifically for me. For you, right. you know what I, mean? <laughs> I was I was older and didn't. He, well, I mean, I suppose I had heard about it, but I didn't actually read it until I think there were already four or five out. Mm-hmm. So I could binge the series a little bit. Yeah. And then I didn't have to like wait a super long time. But if you were like, if you started at the beginning and read the first one and had to wait, 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 wait for all those books, that would be so obnoxious. Yeah. I think there was a lot of adults that liked Harry Potter because they like their kid was reading it and they kind of like picked it up on a whim mm-hmm. and then were yeah. surprised by how much they liked it and then got really into it. Yeah, yeah I think think that happened with a lot of adults. I think that happened a lot. Yeah. Same with like the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games was also good. Those were good too. <laughs> oh yeah, we were going to talk about that at some point. That's right. We wrote that down. Save yeah. it. Yeah, Hunger Games. Yeah, we'll save, save it. it. Save it. Um, oh, Judy Bloom. Right. I was going to say about Judy Bloom um, that I enjoyed, and again, it might be because it's, a lot of it was just written toward an older youth, mm-hmm. you know. But I like that in her books. Yeah, it's mundane things, but she also addresses um, sex and death mm-hmm. and um religion we were just talking about are you there god is it's right. me, margaret being about periods sure but really it's about navigating religion i totally forgot about that part i completely yeah. like i completely forgot for me my big takeaway was um eat carrots and do exercises to get bigger boobs right i, I can mean still yes we all do the chant yeah, we all got lost. that from yeah. that because that was like oh my god look at this handy tip written right here in this book we're reading at school <laughs> 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 how do you know well, let's try it um yeah but but like there's all those bigger themes that are still in there and there's like the one the main character in tiger eyes her dad's murdered right in their store that he owns Jesus. and then they have to move away Remember? and like big stuff happens in those books and like now looking back I'm like wow that I was entertained by that that's okay remember huh. Deanie the one about the girl who got scoliosis yeah yeah oh, oh, do they still do that do they still make you go in and put on the halter top and check you for scoliosis I think that I think that they uh, or were they like this is weird I think they do it now like you're di- I think it's part of your like physical, your physical that you have done because I think they did it a lot because I think maybe we weren't required to do those things like we weren't required to go to a doctor regularly and they wanted to make sure that you were checked i just feel like for the number of people who actually got scoliosis which i feel is like three yeah how come every year i have to put on a halter top and bend over yeah it was weird did boys have to do it Mm -hmm. boys did scoliosis too uh yeah but we didn't have like a halter top i think they just like took a tape measure but we did it we were like in our um i think we were like well, the boys could probably just go shirtless. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, maybe. Maybe pants Did you take were your off? shirts off? We took our shirts off. Uh, but I don't remember if pants were on or not. I feel like pants were on. If they weren't, then I feel like we have nailed we it. We have crashed something. Not okay. Right? But I don't I don't remember. Yeah, we had to take our take our bras and shirts off. And, and I just on... remember standing there with like basically a handkerchief. Yeah. yeah, you basically have like a little tank toppy thing that you have to put on. 
kind and of. And then you go stand in front of whoever's checking. And then you bend and over. And you bend over and they like run their hands, hands down your back. Yeah. Like, but they just do it over and over. They're not measuring anything. They're not. They're, they're just, just feeling. feeling to see if your spine is straight. And ostensibly. Also, but I'm who like. Who was it? I don't see, know. that's the part. I don't remember, I don't remember. being a medical professional. I remember being like your gym teacher or something. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I remember. I just remember being like. Why do we have to do this every year? I when knew I one only person kn- with yep, one, <laughs> one, maybe two. I only knew one that like that she wore like a brace, yeah, like a whole thing. Like other people probably had it, but right. didn't have it that severely. But still, does, I don't know. Is that even a thing? People, I have don't anymore. I don't. Is this how like do you, how do you raisins stop getting, and milk in the eighties? Yeah, I don't know. How do you just suddenly stop? We, you know what? We don't, we don't care about scoliosis anymore. I don't remember getting a scoliosis it vaccine. It doesn't matter. No one needs to stand up straighter for their future husbands. Every, all these women are working nowadays. Who cares if they're bent over? I remember a big uh, cause of scoliosis was people uh, wearing their backpacks on one, one arm. shoulder. Yeah, oh. one shoulder. And that was making kids all Was it? Lopsided. Or was that just something our parents said so we wouldn't look cool? I mean, I know that my, I know that my kids' doctors do say, distribute weight evenly. distribute sure. weight evenly but i it wasn't because of scoliosis they didn't they said it was because it i mean it'll hurt your back yes yeah, scoliosis like, is like a disease that's that you like inherit. a, a yeah. curvature of the spine yeah but i mean i do remember the last thing my cousin we stopped to see my cousin when i was going to college for the first time like to see wherever he lived something mm-hmm. and like the last thing he yelled at me as we went back to the car to leave to take me to college he just yelled out don't wear your backpack on both a shoulder <laughs> Don't, 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 because this was 1995, remember, so one shoulder only, only, and I was like, oh my God, because I'd been doing it. (gasps) College, I better one shoulder it. I have never been a backpack person. (laughs) Oh, I was, I've always been. You know how my car is? Yeah. That was my backpack until I could drive. Just full of trash and bullshit I would never need, but needed to have with me at all times. Always (laughs) been a messenger bag. Oh, I didn't even know about messenger bags until college. Yeah. Nope, always. Oh yeah, backpacks, faux show. I can't. I'm still a back. Oh. oh, oh, there he is. Hello, hi. I'm still a backpack person. I'm still kind of a backpack person, but I try to find. That's why I carry like my purse. That's the one strap, like because it's the closest to a backpack I can get without just wearing a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> it still seems kind of like a purse. I did have a backpack diaper bag, which was handy. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be handy. Yeah, because arms free and all. Arms free. Yeah. yeah, we have one of those. Yeah, it's those pretty, are good. It's pretty cool. Oh man, you're still in like diaper bag phase. Mm-hmm. Boy, when you can ditch the diaper bag, I oh, wish so I could freeing. express to you in oh words how just like oh, so free. It's like putting on a fanny pack for the first time when you're like, what is this <laughs> <laughs> sorcery? I can just walk around unencumbered. <laughs> I can just wave at people all day. Ah! Um, I'm really excited for the kids to get out. To be able to get, get in out. and out of the car. Oh, yes. and that's a good one too. Yeah, Henry. That's Henry. Now he's okay. Henry's not the strongest kid. Okay, he's very graceful. He's not super strong. Um, he's not able to push the button to undo a seatbelt. He just <sighs> got that down, and it was like, oh my god, he can like get in and do it and undo it. This oh, is great. Yeah, yeah. Nice. like he's not. That's and Francie is just about big enough for a booster seat. Just about. She's almost. She, well, now she could do the like seatbelt over. That's what I mean. Um, but not. She has, still has to have the back. She has 10 more pounds before she can take. She does? Out. Yeah. Since when? Because she's grown a lot this summer. When yeah, was last she's time still, I just checked it the other day. Cause oh. She was talking about how she wanted one like Henry's. And, and hers is convertible. So I could take the thing off right. and do the whole thing. So I was like ready. And then no, she's not. Quite 10 there. more pounds, huh? 10 more pounds. Damn. Yeah, but that's yeah. that's a good day too. Yeah, 
mm-hmm. but you can't and I found I could not just let the diaper bag go like I was still carrying around like a change of underwear and pants just in case for Henry in my car when he was like six I mean I still carry around a change of underwear for me just in case sure <laughs> but, but like, I thought I was gonna be able to just be like be gone with you diaper bag and it, it didn't really I was still like packing snacks and everything and being like no I don't have a diaper bag now I do have three bags of Cheerios in my back pocket I mean, <laughs> sure. I've got this I've got this giant purse which is essentially right, a diaper bag, bag but it doesn't have diapers in it and that's what that's makes the it thing yeah yeah oh god this is not related but also I just have to share it I Henry and Francie are just old enough now that they talk to each other in a way where they think we're not listening mm, do you know what I mean like mm-hmm, I, I'm, they're just mm-hmm. old enough that I can like eavesdrop right. and hear them say things like when Henry told Francie well, just wait until you're my age. School's much different when you're as old as I am. It's not as fun anymore. They just want you to work all the time. <laughs> and he was like telling her in this voice, like, you'll see. Mm. Um, but now I forget what he was telling her that I was even talking about this. But anyway, I just overhear these conversations of like these things that they, now. Oh, oh, I know. He told her that we had this special cream that we had somewhere in our house that you could put it in your butt and it would make you poop. <laughs> and I was like. What What? are you talking about? And so I finally had to go in and be like, hey, I couldn't help it over here. (laughs) You guys talking about the magic cream that makes you poop. And we don't have anything like that. So I'd really like to know what Henry's talking about. Because we don't suggest that anyone put anything in each other's butts. That's not something we volunteer to each Mm -hmm. other. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, what is it? And it turned out it was the diaper rash cream. Ah. Where for some reason in his head, that's why you use this butt cream. We call it butt cream. Mm -hmm. He thought butt cream Makes makes you poop. He didn't understand that it was because you had pooped. And maybe needed a little butt cream because you're in a diaper. Let me, None of this had c- come together right. for him. So right. we had a discussion about how we don't put anything in any hey, parts of our body at anyone else's suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> Without enthusiastic consent. Right. <laughs> That's very There'll be a time, I said. There's a time and a place but for not, that. Not it's today. not today. Here's a, here's a window into how my, how my life uh, shook out. So when Max and Alex, who are my older children, were... I'm going to say third and second grade because that seems about right. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe fourth and third. Anyway, they were in like the upper grades of elementary school. And I had, it was the night before school started. Um, and I had just had Ben, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the night before the first day of school and I hear Max and Alex in the room talking <laughs> to each other about the first day of school. Right. And Max giving Alex advice about, you know, well... When you're in third grade, you blah, 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 blah. And this is what's going to happen. And this teacher, and don't try this, whatever. And (laughs) then being like, oh, yeah. And like having this whole conversation. (laughs) And here I am with like my two-month-old baby or whatever. I'm looking at this baby and I was like, I have to have another one right now so that you can have this same conversation. You need to have this conversation. Like, otherwise, you're just going to be like basically an only child. And so that's how come I have four children. (laughs) (laughs) Good reasoning. reasoning. Yeah. I guess. I mean, but uh, you know what? I'm glad. I'm. Do- I don't regret it. I'm glad. Oh no! Of course you don't regret it. That would be an awful thing to say on the podcast in general. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, but no. Did. I mean, like, but, but no. But I don't. Can you no, imagine? Poor, not. poor Ben. Oh, that poor please. guy would have been so spoiled. Yeah. No. He's probably Just, like, damn it. No. Why, oh, Sam? They're <laughs> they're so great. Like, oh my honestly. god. After, buddy system. After Henry got home this weekend, we had to like we had to like put a moratorium on just like wrestling each other to the ground. Guys, stop hugging because they were just so in love with each other. Like from the second they w- they were just jumping up and down and just hugging and like wrestling to the ground and rolling all over and oh, I just like, you guys, so much. just just l- sit down, 
and they were just all over. Honestly, siblings are the best. I guess. You know? I mean, I mean, sure. They come, it's like, you know, 75% of the time it's like, stop fighting. Yeah. Stop hitting your brother. No, quit taking her stuff, whatever. But it's yeah. good. Bless I yawn through it. I'm Mo- like, yeah, they're great. Yeah, oh, great. Oh, so <laughs> <good>. <laughs> um, this last weekend, Ashley and I saw a movie that really is about this time in people's lives. It's oh. like, uh, it's the movie Good Good Boys. With those, oh yeah, those little kids. Uh, it's that like, are like super bad for little kids. Yeah. It's oh, like, it's like super bad in sixth grade. Yeah. So okay. it's like these kids that are like really just trying to like they've it's about them kind of like having heard stuff like the main character like really wants to go to like his first like kissing party oh (laughs) and but none of them like even know like how to kiss or what and they've also like they've heard like terms like bj thrown around and like blowjobs and stuff like that (laughs) but they they're kind of like using it oh it must be balloons (laughs) (laughs) but do you actually blow that's the question i asked in our class yeah and uh yeah, it really took me back to the time of being that age and like those friends that you have, and yeah. it seems like so like important mm-hmm. and like um, heartfelt at the time and like so sincere. But then you like you're still just you're very you're kids, yeah, right? you're still children. But like the world is kind of opening up to you. Yeah, and you're kind of like yeah. learning who you are and yeah. like what you like, you know, yeah. like what you actually like and. Yeah. Uh, that your friends might like something else yeah. other than like what you like, you know, and and, and just accepting that you're not all, always friends. Yeah, like just that for the first time, you're old enough to know. Like, yeah, sure, you had a kindergarten friend you're not friends with anymore, but right. that was you were so young. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the first time that you you make a choice. Like, uh-huh. you realize, oh, like we don't like the same things anymore. We don't, mm-hmm. you know, we're not in the same class, or we're not in the same, you know. And you're just like, oh, okay, you just make the choice to drift. Like, oh, that's so hard. Yeah. Are you breaking up with me? <laughs> <laughs> Not like this. Oh, I, shit. <laughs> no, I think that's like, yeah, fifth and well, sixth thanks grade. Thanks for tuning in for that's the final episode of like, <laughs> no. But check out my new podcast. <laughs> Alicia and I started a Guns N' Roses podcast. Damn. So. GNR, bro. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> It's a really, okay. really short-lived mm-hmm. podcast. Turns out we didn't know much. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna pull out some, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the Ramona book. I'm gonna pull out some Judy Blooms. I'm gonna leave them lying around. We'll see. I have had that Dollhouse Murders book on Henry's bookshelf for like a year, and he has not been interested. It's too spooky, and he's not for it. I might have the whole like Beverly Cleary, like collective i might Uh, still have that is it like a compendium like all together in one giant book no oh okay no but it comes together like the raw doll collection like in its own little like oh here's your box i do like that henry like when i've offered to buy him like a book on his kindle app or Mm -hmm. something like that he doesn't he wants the actual book good for him yeah cool makes me happy i know i mean i know we're only supposed to own 30 books or whatever marie Kondo, but that was her saying, like, what sparks joy for her, her. is 30 books. Too much. It's too much right. clutter for her after that. People got all bent out of shape. And it's like, no, I, if got, you... I got bent out of shape because I was like, this, 
you can't you brought 30 books with you here today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not because she doesn't like it well i don't care what she thinks it was that everyone else took it so literally i know and i'm like, like you guys oh my you God. are totally misinterpreting <sighs> the point like it's if a hundred books makes you happy yeah great but everyone got judgy and they were like you need to get rid of all your books there's no reason to have all these books like suddenly they were all and i was like no you're just not, because you don't like books calm you're down. not my real mom yeah <laughs> my mom has a lot of books you need to get rid of all these shoes so there yeah um yeah yeah because i had like we were just talking about the other day that i had like there was a built-in like floor to ceiling mm-hmm. bookshelf in almost every room in my house growing yeah. up like Oh. hundreds and hundreds of books everywhere all the time yeah which is why i was like what's this about the civil war right yeah totally it's just like a weird library yeah all the time all my books are downstairs like right that's now. why i have books so my kids at some point can wander up to a bookshelf and be like aha what is this tropic of cancer <laughs> like, that's why i own books i put i yeah. i i, I I feel like maybe we talked about this on the podcast but oh yeah that you just leave yeah that i leave the like the sexy books but it's like instructional guides, sort of. The like, I just leave them where they're. I just accessible. leave them. I just leave them on the on the shelf. But like, right, like where it's like it's not obvious. Uh-huh. It's not like I pull it out further or whatever. Uh, right. But it's in there on the mm-hmm. like eye level shelf when mm-hmm. you're like, hello. And then you get all the information right. you need without uh-huh. having to like ask me. Sure. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you should just put like a gold star sticker on the shelf under that book and just be like, mm, there. I, What's this? Just leave a candy bar in front of it or something. <laughs> there you go. Candy and huh, wait what? a minute. The guide to getting it on. What? What does that even mean? Cool. <laughs> it looks like it's time for some light reading. <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> for a really long time. Oh god, Tucker Tucker tried to have a moment with Henry in the car on their weird owl trip, mm. right? Where he was like, so like he was trying to have conversations and one of his as questions an, was as a as a lad gets yeah, older just, yeah one of his questions well have you noticed um have you noticed that you have any like different kinds of feelings about any boys or girls you know anything like that and Henry immediately was like why are you asking me these questions <laughs> like he didn't even play along like he didn't even be like dad like no it was just like why are you asking me this <laughs> i'm done Shutting down. <laughs> <laughs> car rides, though, that's where you do. Yeah, it. that's what he was trying to like really maximize it. Like he was like, okay, we have a big car ride. We can get a lot of a lot of bonding in. We can really answer all the tough questions. I can. And he, he said periodically, he'd be like, do you have anything you want to ask me? Anything? See, no? okay, uh, Tucker, we should we should have talked about this before he went on the trip because it's like yeah. you gotta you gotta wait. You gotta ease in. You gotta wait for the opening. I know, but now there's all, you know, because he's reading. He's, you know, he's listening to this song. He's busy with all the stuff. Like, we opened up in the car because we didn't have anything else to do yeah, in the car. Yeah, that's why you don't bring this when you're when you, you're driving with a purpose. Like, that, right. don't bring this stuff, right? Well, I know, and then but it's like, then the purpose is obvious. You didn't bring the stuff. Oh. Well, right, but, like, then you can put together, like, a playlist that's, like, and if you, and Tucker totally right. can, like, get into this challenge. You just put on the songs that, like, What's that about? Introduce the themes like, oh, this one's a real heartbreaker or whatever. <laughs> just like bring it up casually and then and then just wait and they'll be like, huh. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you just got to wait for that little window and then just like, ah, that's, right, where, right, you, that's right, where you emerge right. into that lane, right? Well, <laughs> I mean, too, I think he probably needed, he probably needed to want to talk about it more. Yeah, well, that probably, <laughs> He was yeah. just trying. He was yeah. just there's Why a strategy these things teenagers and like the man that yeah 
you got to be a detective. <laughs> Luckily. Fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I have a magnifying glass right here. You got to you got to ask the exact right specific yeah, question at there. all times. Okay. At, at the exact right time. Yeah. I got to go take a kid to dance class. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I have yeah, one yeah. more okay, thing okay, to say. Okay. One more book related thing to say. So I was reading that book by Billy Jensen, mm. Chase Darkness with me. Oh, right. And I was super excited about it. It's a really good book, by the way, and we'll talk about it more at some point. But I tweeted about it and I and I tagged Billy Jensen and I was like, how great this book. And, and Billy Jensen liked my tweet and I was so excited. And then I noticed that it, the only people who liked my tweet were Billy Jensen and my husband. And so now Billy Jensen is like... <sighs> Who's this loser that liked my book? Nobody even liked her tweet that I liked. And well, I'm just super embarrassed about it, but also excited because Billy Jensen liked my tweet. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But no one else did. So I'll go like on Twitter. I'll go like your tweet. Get on, get on there and twat right at me. <laughs> Send us your twats. Send us your twats. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. Well, well, that was... Now we've got all these after-school activities that we have to activities. get all back to school and go to bed yeah. at a reasonable hour and make dinner and be responsible. Oh, we didn't even talk about the book fair. Okay, oh. we'll recap with the book fair next book time because well, it'll probably the, be like... It's coming up. It's coming up, yeah. They always... And this is the smartest thing. They put it at, like at election time because all the strangers are going into schools to vote, which also I oh, think is weird. Is Why does that still work? Uh, I didn't even think about that. And it so everyone's smart. like, ooh, book yeah. fair, let's go. Yeah. Anyway, book fair's coming. Huh. I just, I just looked at Stephen like, oh, God. It was weird. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Stephen. All right. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by to our book club. <laughs> thanks listeners. for stopping in. Uh, you can check out now. us and all the other awesome podcasts on the Eavesdrop Network. Yeah. Uh, you cannot read along with us at uh, audibletrial.com slash eavesdrop. Yeah. There's all kinds of stuff. You can You can download all kinds of things and not read it. Yeah. Listen with your read with your ears. Ear reading. Ear reading. Yeah. All of it. Okay, cool. Guys, we'll see you uh we'll see you next week. See you when we see you. If we have time of day. Whatever would we learn? What knowledge would we gain? Like you upon the morning blossom or candy for the brain. Place the books within our hands. Discuss them anyway. Grab your tea and have a seat. We're overbooked and that's okay.